Jim Rowan, how are you going? I am well, thank you. Um, it's the 13th of February, 2021, or 2021, a uh, Saturday, a kind of hot day, cloudy, but nice i suppose and it is uh yeah just two days removed from thursday evening when new beginning the new beginning tour completed it's all over uh ending in hiroshima there were the two events and there was all the road to business as well so i'm going to quickly run through uh everything Starting, this started in February. February 1st, the Road to New Beginning Hiroshima end of the tour. Um, So, it began with uh, Gabriel Kidd coming back. The 1st of February, Corican Hall. He um, was apparently in Los Angeles, just having a bit of a break for a week or so. And I suppose that break didn't help him because he came back and tapped out to a double leg crab by Yota Suji. And then backstage, he kind of just shakes it off as ring rust. But Yota, if you recall, is focused on a match with Naito. And he understands that he needs to change tactics in order to gain it. So his idea after this match in the press conference area is that uh, he's... He believes there's 110,000 New Japan World subscribers. So he says, well, I want New Japan to put up a poll on their Twitter page. And if there's 55,000 votes that say that uh, they would like to see him face Naito, um, that's his way of, you know, uh, drumming up some interest in this match to try and get it put on. So, um, oh yeah, and and then I guess it's not really that important, but Naito had said something about him opening the ropes for him. That's a kind of a a young lion job. And he said, Naito said, Jay White wouldn't do that. He didn't do that when he was a young lion. Um, And Suji just addresses that. He says, I'm still going to do that. I just, you know, it's out of respect, but, you know, that's... That's that's his way of doing things. So that was the first match of the tour. Um, I'll run through all these pretty quickly because I'm sure the matches on the main cards themselves will take us long enough. So um, next one here is uh, Bushi, Hiromu, Naito and Sonata versus Ibushi, Honma, Sho and Wato. So of course we've got Wato and Bushi. That's a rivalry. Hiromu and Sho, of course, they're going to fight for the junior title. Um, the heavyweight title is contested by Sonata and Ibushi, and the other one here is Naito and Honma. So all of these uh, feuds have been going on since New Beginning, um, the start of the New Beginning tour in Nagoya. So it's all kind of more of the same from these guys. Uh, in fact, the only one... The only people I can kind of off the top of my head say have dropped out of this are the 
Um, Osprey's team. What are they calling themselves now? Commonwealth. No. He's Commonwealth Kingpin of the United Empire. That's what it is, I think. So none of those guys are around. There's no Great Khan, There's no Osprey. There's no Jeff Cobb. Um, and Tenzan's back to just being Watto's daddy. And uh, he's not wrestling on this tour. And uh, Kojima's gone too. They've all they've completed that uh, little feud amongst them. So they don't show up anymore. But yeah, these guys are all doing the same stuff. I don't think I really need to go into too much detail here. If there was anything that they said, not particularly interesting afterwards. It was the next match, however, that there was some interesting uh, events. So Evil Togo and Yujiro, they're still a team. Yano, Ishii, and Okada, that's still going on. Um, and, I mean, the match ends, Ishii gives Yujiro a brain buster, but just as the victors, Chaos, are kind of celebrating, they're looking out at the losers who are outside the ring, and Jay White returns. For a long time, there was really strong rumors, you know, people weren't really sure, has his contract expired, is this a shoot, is it at work, what's going on? Well, we all got worked. And if you didn't get worked, good for you, I guess. I like getting worked. In this, on this occasion, anyway. I was, I was worried. I didn't want him to leave. So when he came back, it was a, a nice surprise. And um, by the way, even if, if you question it, if, if you're 99% sure, that means you're getting worked. Unless you know for absolute certain, there's no doubt in your mind. And by the way, don't be embarrassed to be worked. Just get worked. If it's worth it, if it's embarrassing, if it's like, how did you believe that? Then okay, that's one thing. But they do this pretty well, you know. They All they got to do is plant some seeds of doubt. So I certainly, uh, I mean, it would have been a very dramatic exit, but you don't, I was like, well, I don't know. I guess it's possible. He might be sick of flights to Japan. Um, so yeah, Jay White returns, he beats all those guys up, he gives uh, Ishii a Blade Runner, and then backstage he says it's still his error, uh, this is the real Bullet Club and not some cheap rip-off rip trying to recreate the past and regain some relevancy to sell some shitty t-shirts, so that's obviously a shot at Omega and uh, AEW, who's doing a, a Bullet Club thing over there, uh, he says... Um, yeah, this is the real Bullet Club. Uh, he's going after Ishii. He said the worst mistake of his life was when he questioned himself after losing that match. The he, He's since realized that his destiny wasn't wrong. He was just missing one little piece before he could put it all together, before he could become God and fulfill his destino. He lost to Ishii in the G1, and he needed to make that right before he could fulfill his dreams or, you know, whatever. So he's going to put Ishii in his place by putting that puppy down. And he tells the matchmakers, I don't uh, I don't care what your plans are for tomorrow. Whatever match Ishii is in, put me opposite him. I just want to be in that match. So, uh, yeah, big way to start the tour. The next match was an elimination match. They keep doing these now. They've brought these back as a real popular thing. They 
they like doing. I don't think I've liked one of them. This was between the Suzuki-gun and um, Bullet Club guys. So the main feud here being um, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi versus Tangaloa and Tamatonga, but the juniors are in there too. Um, and the Iron Glove is a big part of that feud. So we've got... Um, an iron glove hitting Tai Chi and then Jado is dragged on top of him to win the match. I didn't even know he was in the match. I might, might have missed him in the... I guess I did. It doesn't matter. It's, it, it's, it's not of consequence. The main thing to take from this one is just that Bullet Club have the Iron fingers, or I call it a glove. I always called it a glove. I thought it was, but they call it the fingers. I guess it doesn't cover the whole hand, so that's why it's just iron fingers. Although I think iron glove sounds a little more uh, dangerous. Fingers just, I don't know. You don't want to say that you've fingered someone. That's, <laughs> that's got a different meaning, you know? That's something else. That's not an attack. Or really shouldn't be. Um, so, that was the main event, actually. Gosh. But look, it's just a Road 2 show. Um, and then... Yeah, nothing of particular note really came up in the comments afterwards. The next match, uh, or the next night, rather, they had the, uh, the second show, Suji... Well, Kid gets his win back over Suji with a butterfly suplex. And of course, Suji, Suji realizes this is not helping his chances at um, getting a match with Naito. So he hasn't heard anything from New Japan over his proposal yesterday. And if he doesn't hear anything by the next night, he'll consider the answer a no and he'll have to come up with something else. Kid is starting to talk about wanting in the New Japan Cup and he wants to fight Shingo in the first round. Then there's a match, kind of an interesting match. Um, just because I don't often see this. Taguchi and Uemura took on the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, ELP and Ishimori. But it wasn't a title match. It was just, it was a straight, a straight tag match between the champions and another junior heavyweight tag team not for the title and it's second from the it's a second match on the show i just thought it was kind of odd you don't usually see that usually it'd be like a three man so that it's or or six man is what they call it you know trios match three on three so um it was just kind of odd that you, you had a straight up tag team match and it wasn't for the titles not that I think it should have been for the titles, just it's just not usually how they operate, so whatever. Yuomura was polite about it, I mean, he gets kicked in the head by ELP, so that wasn't nice. But he thanks Ishimori for the opportunity, and then Ishimori says in his little interview that um, Yuomura should ditch Taguchi and learn from him instead, and learn the dark ways. So I don't know if that's teasing anything. Uemura to Bullet Club, who knows? Um, sorry, I'm playing with a ball here. That's not going to be good for the audio either. 
Already got an awful lot of traffic going on for some reason outside. Um, as long as it's not air traffic, that tends to be a lot noisier. We had, uh, yeah, the kind of, again, this obligatory Bushi, Hiromu, Naito, Sonata versus Wato, Show, Honma, Ibushi match. Everyone beats up Wato, um, and Naito. Oh, no, no, Bushi loses. He loses to Ibushi in this one. He eats his knee. Kamagoye. Um, oh, I skipped over this after the first night. So I believe this was already going on between these guys. The promos with Sho and Wato. It's um, Ibushi keeps... Sorry, not Sho and Wato. Sho and Hiromu. Um, Ibushi keeps joining in and kind of being a bit weird and uh, ruining the conversation, or at least according to Hiromu. Um, and this time after the match show, he's kind of eagerly awaiting Hiromu's question. He, he wanted to know what Hiromu was going to ask him before Ibushi interrupted last, or yesterday, uh, when this occurred. It was the day before. And Hiromu's like, okay, here we go. I've, you know, He's not around. He won't interrupt. He wants to know, what are your dreams, show, And show gives a pretty standard, just like to be the best kind of answer. Uh, but Ibushi does interrupt. And he's, again, intentionally weird to get under Hiromu's skin, which works. And he's very, he's really struggling to hold those title belts, I've noticed, as well. He um, He's always kind of losing grip with them. They're always sliding off or he's, yeah, just... It's uh, difficult to manage. Perhaps part of the reason he wants to unify them. Um, and he does, he nicely says that his titles, he feels his titles, Ibushi, are worth as much as Hiromu's junior title, which of course Ibushi has all, also uh, held in the past. Um, and then we had this, uh, was this a elimination match too? Maybe. It's uh, the Bullet Club with Jay White and the, the Chaos guys. So it's just a big all-in. Oh, it isn't. Yeah, it was an elimination match. Um, so whatever. Not too much uh, goes on here. And at the end, they... Um, oh, yeah, that actually was kind of funny at the end. The Gorillas are the last ones left. Uh, and Yoshihashi is the only one left for the Chaos team, and they're just playing with him. And, like, oh, Jay White's still in as well, actually. So they'll hit a big move on him, and then they'll go to cover him, and then they'll pull up his shoulders, which, you know, isn't uncommon. It's kind of, you know, bully, playing with your food type move. But then they would all, like, act surprised that he kicked out, like, oh my god, Yoshihashi's so tough, but he's unconscious. And eventually the referee's just like, all right, that's it. He's clearly out. Like, even the New Japan ref is like, we've got to stop this. So, uh, the end of the match. Um, and uh, the Bullet Club win. Uh, oh, actually, it was Goto that threw in the towel. So, the referee was quite happy with it to continue. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was actually Goto that's um, the responsible one. He throws in the towel. The match is over. And then they drag Ishii in. Uh, to make him watch White hit a Blade Runner on Yoshi. So he's, they're, they're really trying to toy with 
Ishii. And uh, what better way than to harm Yoshi, everyone's beloved Yoshihashi. So, uh, and then he gives Ishii a Blade Runner too. And... They make a bit of a challenge. Yeah, they made a challenge for the six-man titles. So that's uh, Ishii Goto and Yoshihashi. So Jay White and the Gorillas, Tama Tonga and Tangaloa are challenging for the six-man titles. That begins. On the next card, on the third, again, we're still in Korokuen Hall for all of these. Um... There's a coach and kids match, Yuomura Suji versus Kid and Taguchi, and Taguchi pins Yuomura with a dodon, and after the match, Suji accepts that New Japan obviously didn't like his idea about the, the Twitter poll, so, uh, and he even kind of is a bit salty about it, he's like, it would have taken one minute for them to just post that tweet, but, you know, is that what the company thinks of him, he's kind of asking? Um, and then he starts kind of speaking in investment terms, like they should consider him an IPO, an initial public offering. Um, and they, you know, should want to invest in him to become bigger and better. But, uh, yeah, and then Yuomura, he's still after Suzuki, um, but he doesn't think that Suzuki was bluffing with his death threats. And then Coach Taguchi says they're all doing well. Uh, kid... Reflects on his comments from yesterday's show. He said um, he didn't mean to be disrespectful at all, but he does want Takagi in the first round. Like he's probably came off aggressive because he usually does. Usually does that thing where he gets really close to the camera. It's like it's really not necessary. And then be yeah, Yujiro Evil White versus Yano Ishiokata. Um, I saw this pointed out that. Uh, White's new shirt, it's got Switchblade on it, but it's in the similar uh, font style to the OnlyFans logo. So that's kind of odd. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously this is kind of set up Okada versus Evil and uh, White versus Ishii. So they... What happens in this one? I think Yano wins... over Yujiro, not that that matters, and, oh yeah, Ishii after the match goes, did you go home for your mother's support because you failed once, come get the titles, that's Ishii, you know you've, uh, you've, you've done something wrong if Ishii's cutting promos on you, he should, I mean, I don't know, I guess maybe it would ruin it if he cut promos more often, but his promos are good, Ishii always has something like just cutting to say to someone, when he actually does do a promo, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny that he doesn't do it more often. But I guess it could just be he's just he's only talking when he has something to say. So that's a good way to be. Um, Okada's still complaining that New Japan aren't listening to his calls for a match with Evil. I'm sorry if this background. Well, uh, I don't know. If I have a break here, I'll I'll go back and listen and check. And if I have to boil in here by closing the window, I'll do it. Um, it can't be that bad. So, White is 
back to being frantic and emotional, but he doesn't have much time to talk before Ishii bursts in there and uh, he has to run away. But then he comes back and he's calling out this double standard um, because uh, Goto was at ringside during this match and he on at uh, on the commentary and he jumped over the barricade to back up his teammates and attacked white so white's really unhappy with that he says he um needs consequences to be laid down you know some kind of action some fines whatever he uh he thinks goto should be disqualified for the match from the trios match for the titles and uh, that it should be a handicap match and if New Japan don't do something he will be really pissed off so then we move to the Suzuki Gun Bullet Club stuff and oh yeah they're just kind of teasing Tai Chi with the iron glove so they've taken the iron fingers alright we'll call it fingers and now Tama is acting really strangely, like laughing in this high-pitched voice and he's speaking Japanese a lot and um, just kind of like being really giggly and everything he does is a high-pitched voice. Like I, as if he could get more unbearable. He managed to find a way. And he's bringing bags down to the ring um, to trick Tai Chi into thinking it's the iron glove and going after it, iron fingers. And so this time the Tai Chi opens the bag and it's a toilet roll with baka, baka on it, which I think just means like idiot or bastard or just some general kind of insult. And um, yeah, well, Doki lost that match. ELP kicked him in the chin. Did an Undertaker-style pin as well. Despera- uh, not Desperado, Phantasmo. Um, yeah, but the main thing is uh, the Tai Chi stuff with the Iron Fingers being missing. He's, he's really unhappy about that. And then the... No, the co-main event of this one, Sho and Honma versus Hiromu and Naito. So... Um, Oh, they broke the trophy again, but it wasn't really broken. It just screws off. The Best of Super Juniors trophy. Um, I don't know if Naito did that on purpose. I didn't see it, but Hiromu was upset at first, thinking that the trophy was... Naito broke his, broke his trophy again, but he didn't. Um, Suji and Honma talk backstage after this one about wanting to face Naito. And Suji says he would beat Honma if he, to get that match if he had to. And Honma's like, well, that won't happen. And then they seem to agree to a match here that, um, that well, it doesn't happen on this tour anyway. And he, uh, then Naito comes in and he understands that Honma's motivated to face him, but he's like, there's no way. This, this is a waste of my time. Uh, but he does like Suji's vote idea. So he's he's into that. He hopes that happens. And Hiromu and Sho do some more talking. Sho just kind of is still just 
Oh, yeah, he was saying, Hiromi said something about thinking he's just the same as the old show, but that that's a good thing. And then when Hiromi leaves, shows like, you know, I'm, I'm not the man that Hiromi once knew. Um, Bushi and Sonata versus Wato when Ibushi was the main event. Sonata beats Wato with a skull end. Rather pedestrian contest, this one. So, first time of the year for the Fairy Lights for Sonata's fans. He says this is what it'll look like in Hiroshima as well. Now, there's only um, one more Road 2 show, but in between these Road 2 shows was the AEW Dynamite, where Kenta showed up. Kenta showed up on Dynamite, attacked John Moxley. He didn't have the briefcase with him, um, but then afterwards, Omega chased Kenta down in the car park and um, Kenta made it very clear that he's not friends with Omega but uh, Omega still kind of, you know, uh, presumes Kenta will tag with him and offers out Moxley and Archer for a tag team match and uh, I watched that today, actually and um, people were excited I mean, it was cool to hear fans again that could scream and cheer and whatnot because they um there was a bit of a pop for Kenta. Um and then it was just it was just kind of a big trash match. Uh they, you know, brawl all around the arena. Whatever. It was fine. Um but yeah, it's it's more it's not that interesting as a match in a vacuum, but it's interesting to see that partnership blossom. Anyway, um Back to uh, our timeline here. So on the 8th of February, Road to New beginning Hiroshima in Korokuen Hall. And um, there's a statement on the website. There's that plane I was hoping wouldn't come. Oh, jeez. Fine. I'll bloody boil. Um, although you can still freaking hear it. The, yes, Korokuen Hall, but on the website they posted, uh, New Japan posted a formal warning to Goto, confirming the um, trios match will take place uh, between the champions and uh, Jay White, Tangma, Tonga, Tangaloa, but this is clearly just a slap on the wrist, um, So and Jay White actually said something, I don't know, a some colourful language I think he used to voice his displeasure over Twitter at that um, really just nothing decision. Um, and, and you know what? I mean, I don't know how much you really expected the commentator jumping the barricade, getting involved in a brawl. I mean, there's a lot worse that happens in New Japan without any fines or suspensions. But in any case, um, they kind of pretend that, uh, I mean, like... ELP was uh, on commentary for the tour, English commentary, of course, and uh, this was supposed to be his last um, visit to the commentary table. It turns out it wasn't, but he was kind of goading guys as they walked past into, you know, come on, take a swing, take a swing, just because they um, they were trying to sell the idea that the tension was a bit higher that the, the, the there would actually be punishment for someone if they broke the rules again. 
we were to find out that that was not the case. But uh, we'll get to that. So there was a Suzuki. Um, Suzuki, Despi and Kanemaru faced the Young Lions with Jaguchi, Kid and Uemura. And of course, that's uh, all about Uemura and Suzuki. I'm sorry, I'm going to open this window again. Um, or I'm just, I'm going to melt. Okay. So, yeah, there's like, Suzuki just hits him with a flurry. There was, I mean, Uemura got some offense in. He went straight for Suzuki. He's not scared of him at all. And uh, But yeah, Suzuki hit a big combination of hard slaps and then uh, he reverses a quick attempt at a pile driver, goes for the crab, is swung off, and then um, it's actually uh, Despi that gets the win. Punches him in the head and pinche loco. Taguchi says, if Yuya dies, his spirit will live on within Taguchi. And then Yuomura slumps in and he says, I'm not dead yet. And then Suzuki said, it felt good to uh, beat up that kid and <laughs> he wants to do more of it. And then he scares the cameraman and um, Despi comes in and says, he didn't care about this match and doesn't have anything particular to say about it, but he gives Yuomura props for uh, hitting the boss so hard. That's what he says. And then we had the Jay White, Yujiro, Evil uh, versus Okada, Ishii, and Goto. So White's kind of taken Togo's place, although Togo's still out there. And um, oh yeah, White tries. So Yoshihashi's at commentary, and Yoshi uh, and so White is trying to get under his skin, and he kind of shoves Yoshi. And, and Yoshi loses it and jumps over the barricade and attacks him. So that's when we knew that New Japan weren't serious because they didn't do anything to Yoshi. Although, you know, you could say White took the first shot, so maybe that changes things. But um, anyway, then after that match, whatever happened, Okada takes the microphone and uh, challenges Evil to a match on the spot. Evil uh, gets as far as the apron before bailing, but Okada runs after him, only for Togo to get involved, and Evil does his baseball chair shot spot. And then Okada backstage says he's really wants to pay Evil back, and he'd like to do it in a one-on-one match. So he's still pulling for that. Um, White and Gato sit, like they put a seat in front of the exit doors, and you can hear Ishii trying to beat down the door and then it goes quiet and Jay's relieved oh my god there's another plane and um, yeah he's unhappy that it's he expects the same slap on the wrist for Yoshihashi as what Goto got and um, then when he's ready to get up him and Gato just kind of slowly get up from the chair and then run away so that uh, in case Ishii's still behind that door which turns out he wasn't. And then... Um, oh, yeah, now Tamar's got several bags to try and trick Tai Chi. And uh, they've all just got gags in them. There's a baseball mitt and a uh, rubber chicken was one of them. 
Tama just thinks all of this is hilarious and he's got that shrieky, giggly laughter he's doing. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know, I can't really figure out who won the match because it doesn't matter anyway. So, but I guess what I would say about this though is Taichi's really depressed about not having these iron fingers. He's selling it really well, like it's, it makes it, um, it could have been a step on its own if you didn't have the tag titles involved. Um, he's he's selling it that much that it, he really doesn't care about the titles, it seems. He's really more interested in the getting the Iron Fingers back. Zach's a bit more upbeat, though, and he says that he's confident that in a few days they're going to have the Fingers back and the, the titles as well. Um, right, and then uh, there was two more matches on this one. Honma Wato versus Bushi Naito. Um, and Bushi gets the, the... Oh no, well, it's Naito actually. He pins Honma and keeps him pinned for ages. It's, he's just kind of really proving his point to Honma. But Honma won't take the hint. He says he'll retry as many times as it takes. Um, and then the main event was Sho and Ibushi versus Hiromu and Sonata. And this was a good one. Um, of all the matches I've probably just run through, obviously it's worth going back and seeing a Jay White return. But as a match, this is probably the best one of this section of the tour. Um, of course, Sho and Hiromu, great sequences between them to set up their match coming up. Ibushi Sonata as well. And... It's, uh, let's see, oh, that's right, it was Sonata and Ibushi going at it, but, um, it was, uh, uh, Skull End on Ibushi, Ibushi counters out of it into a pin, but the time runs out during that pin, and the match goes to a draw. Um, but Sonata kicked out of it anyway, I think. I think they kept fighting, and then the referee's like, no, 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 match is over. So, and they didn't even do any promo. There was no promo after the match. They were all just, everyone was laid out after a 30-minute time limit draw. And, uh, yeah, no one even spoke after the match either. So, that's the stuff that uh, led up to the first night in Hiroshima-san Plaza Hall, and the first match of New Beginning in Hiroshima of Night One on the 10th of February. So, first match Gabriel Kidd, Yuya Uemura, and Yoda Suji versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru, El Desperado, and Minoru Suzuki. And once again, Yuomori goes straight for Suzuki, for better or worse. Uh, all the young lines are fired up, of course. Um, Yuya manages to get Suzuki in a double-leg crab. The king gets his own back with a flurry of strikes, knocking Yuomori out before a single-leg crab puts the contest beyond doubt for the referee. And Yuomori is left face down, bleeding from the mouth, as Suji tends to him with an ice pack. 
but uh, at least he survived. Um, Suji, after the match, says that uh, he had his Twitter idea shot down, so he just did it himself. And that that might be the wrong thing to do politically, but he's in a rush. He's 27 years old, and he says, you know, you look at Okada's career at 27 years old, he was already a G1 winner and a heavyweight champion, and Jay White was a US and intercontinental champion, uh, Osprey was a junior heavyweight champion, um, and he's still a young lion at 27, he's doing chores, he's unable to even leave on excursion, so he has to make his own way, and um, so he's his idea of that is putting a poll up on Twitter. Takagi uh, is still on kid's mind, he, he wants that, but he also wants another match with Suzuki-gun, and then Suzuki himself comes in, he says, uh, he will he ask if the young lines know why he's still fighting, and the answer is because he's still so damn strong, uh, and Despy joins in as well, he just says he's interested in the main event tonight, which is of course the junior heavyweight title. The next match was Wato versus Bushi, the humongous singles match these guys have been building up. Wato gets straight into his spinny moves right away. Um, it was pretty clunky, actually, this match, especially at the start. There was a few kind of mistimed uh, spots, even just moves together. They just didn't seem to work too well together. So all this practice for uh, very little, it seems. But Bushi goes on to win the match with the MX, and he shoves Tenzan out of the way. But then it looks like he was doing it because he wants to help Wato up and be a good sport, but then he throws him over the top rope and empties an ice pack on his face, which is uh, something he did, uh, I think, on the last Road 2 show as well. So Wato's disappointed, but he says it was a worthy fight. He wishes he could have avoided the... Codebreaker, he calls it. I think he means the MX. But he won't give up. Tenzam comes in and he's encouraging to him. But, um, yeah, then Bushi says that uh, he was thinking he might challenge the main event winner, but beating Kawato probably doesn't make him worthy of that, so he'll instead he'll win the best of Super Juniors. The next match was Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Kazuchika Okada, and Toru Yano versus El Phantasmo, Yujiro Takahashi, Evil, Taiji Ishimori, and Dick Togo. And I missed um, Jay White. I think um, Dick Togo was not in this match. I think that's incorrect. I think he's just with Evil. I'll replace that there. Jay White. So, uh, yeah, it was Jay White. He gets gang stomped right at the start because everyone else got cleared out on the Bullet Club side. But there's just too many people in matches like this and they don't have a lot of time, so they only have quick sequences with each other. And um, there's Yano rolling up Yujiro after a donkey kick between the legs. So that was the end of the match. And then after the match, Okada calls out Evil again. But Evil does the same thing, bails. Okada chases him, gets held back. Evil takes the ring, sitting on a chair. And now he's kind of pretending like he's calling Okada back. But he's aware that Okada's being kind of... He's held back by the young lions. And 
Yeah, I don't know. Same kind of stuff. Um, Jay White's still unimpressed by New Japan's handling of the ringside intruder situation. He says he'll bring real prestige to the trio's titles. No one says trio's titles, by the way. I just I call them that because it makes more sense than six man. I really don't like that name, six man tag team titles or tag team championship. It's just odd. It, why isn't it three man? You're the three man team, six man in the match. It's like saying I'm the one on one heavyweight champion. I don't know, and just six man. It just I don't know. It just doesn't sound nice. Trios is a good name. Just do trios. Tag and trios. Um, anyway, so... Where were we? Um, Evil says he'll destroy Okada tomorrow. Ishii asks where White's fire went. He's only fired up after the match. He does nothing during it. Yoshi says tomorrow will be payback. Evil uh, is told to stop running by Okada. Okada says, well, why don't you believe in yourself? You know, he's Okada's proud of his accomplishments. And then Yano saw a tweet he didn't like, calling him a cheater. He doesn't say who it was from. I think it might be um, um, Chase Owens. I think it might be Chase Owens he's talking about. Honma and Ibushi took on Naito and Sonata. Ibushi insists on starting, so Sonata does as well. And then... Ibushi joins Honma with a Kokeshi on Naito, but uh, it's uh, Honma that gets pinned in the end with a Destino, and once again, Naito holds on a little longer to the pin and then just dumps him out of the ring afterwards because Honma refuses to accept that he's not going to get a proper match with Naito. He's really not deserving of it at this point in his career. So... um, yeah, but after the match, he still isn't giving up. And then uh, Naito talks about Hiroshima being his second home. He asks about Suji. He says um, he saw his Twitter vote. It still needs 30,000 more likes. And he tells Suji that tomorrow's his chance to do something worthy of uh, getting the people interested and, and voting in the poll. But it's noteworthy that Naito doesn't even mention Honma at all. So he's truly done with him. Um, And then the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Dangerous Techers, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi. They bring Doki with them to the match to counter Jado, who is with Tamatonga and Tangaloa, the Gorillas of Destiny, G-O-D. So um, this time Tam has brought a big sack full of things. Uh, Well, there's a big sack and they're full of little bags. Um, and he throws the bag at Tai Chi, who ignores it at first, but then his curiosity gets the better of him, and so that's when the gorillas rush in and start the match. And um, and then Tai Chi starts going through the bag, and he finds all sorts of random stuff. There was a bread loaf, a boxing glove, a puppet, a ping pong paddle, and then there's one bag left, but Tama takes it away and then pretends that it's you know, a really important one, so... Um, Eventually, somehow it ends up with Kanemaru, who's sitting at ringside, and he pulls out a bright pink bra, brazier. Um, and Tama thinks this is the funniest thing in the world. But at least after that part of the 
matches over they can get into things. And it wasn't a bad match. It was kind of a really um, technique, the technique of dangerous techers versus the power of um, Tamatonga and Tangaloa, especially Zack versus Tangaloa, because Tangaloa is the real unit of those two. He absorbs a lot of damage and kind of, you know, uh, just comes back even harder. But um, they nearly had it. Uh, tai Chi and Zack hit the Zack Mephisto on low, uh No, it was on Tama. But then Lower pulled the referee out before he could make the three count. And that doesn't result in a disqualification. Um, at the start of the match, Doki took Jado out of the arena. He dragged him out. But then Jado comes back and he's got the Iron Fingers with him. And he passes them to Tama, who dramatically puts them on. Lines up Tai Chi, but Doki comes down and makes a save. Um, well, tries to. He ends up copping a a finger to the jaw. And then Tai Chi, but it gives uh, Tai Chi a chance to get up. So he manages to pick up the fingers and knocks down... Um, Oh no, he takes too long. Lower knocks him down, and then Tama picks it back up, and then Zack chokes him from behind, and Taichi picks up the glove again, and with Tama restrained, he's about to hit him, but then the referee becomes involved. Lower comes back, and he cops finally uh, a shot from Taichi. Lower hits, uh, sorry, Taichi hits Lower. And then um, he hits Jado next as well. He's able to get him, and then. Finally, it ends up that the rest of the ring has been cleared. It's Tai Chi with just Tama in front of him, begging for mercy. Oh, sorry. Bear with me a moment. Okay, I'm back. There was a phone emergency. So, what suspense, though? It was cut off just as Tai Chi had the glove. He's got Tama in his sights. He dramatically has puts the, the iron fingers on. And, uh, bang. Strikes Tama with the iron glove. Gets himself disqualified, but he doesn't care. And then Taiji hits the referee. And then he even has a swing at Zack. No, sorry, it was, um... Kanemaru came in to try and, um, restrain him. But I, no, I think he took a swing at, at Zack and, and, um, he gets restrained. And, uh, Kanemaru takes the glove... And, uh, yeah, Taichi's just kind of possessed by the glove is what seems to have happened. Um, so they've got the glove back, or the fingers back, but they did not win the titles. They were disqualified, so the gorillas keep the titles. And, uh, yeah, backstage at the promo, Zach says, it turns out those fingers are cursed. And he wishes he could have a celebratory Zima. Winning the tag belts will kill him but they'll do it till death do them part as a team he says but maybe they just need a bit of a break not forever but for just now there he's looking forward to some singles wrestling some new japan cup action and uh we don't hear from taichi but uh lower wishes his father a happy birthday and then berates taichi for losing the match for fingers which is kind of just weird like why do you care so much <coughs> And then Tama doesn't say a whole lot, apart from believing he still owns those fingers. 
And that brings us to the main event, Sho versus Hiromu Takahashi. Um, so a, a big part of their build to this match was that they were doing a lot of forearms back and forth. And I guess they didn't get it out of their systems because for the first, like, seven minutes of this match, that's all they do is just bang, 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 bang. I mean, they don't... It's not like a... Um, it's not like that uh, Kabashi uh, spot, the 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 unending chops. What was that? Um, Kabashi and um, Sasaki, I think. I don't know. I, that's that's a classic. I really shouldn't get that wrong. I hope I didn't. So, um, no, it's, it's not really like that so much as they're just all around the ring or outside, wherever they go. They're just continuously forearming each other. And um, they nearly get themselves counted out doing it. And then there was a... Well, I'm not going to go through the match move for move, but it's uh, pretty even. They, it, It's like that real kind of tussle where they Shows kind of the... That's kind of the story of it, I suppose. It shows the stronger one. And Hiromu, he, he refuses to win the match any other way than showing show that he is just as strong like instead of he's fighting fire with fire basically would be the easy way to put it um and yay there's show does that fake out shock arrow i thought he was gonna i thought hiromu kicked out of his finish but it's like show's got a second type of pile driver that he does that isn't quite his finisher so hiromu kicks out of that and look, fair play, though. I mean, the fans are really into this one. They're stomping their feet, they're clapping their hands, and uh, Shogu does go for the full shock arrow, but the victory royale is the counter, and then Hiromu lands a super kick, and then a super kick, and then a super kick, super kick, super... I don't know, six, seven super kicks. And then he hits the time bomb, but Shogu kicks out. And that's at the 35-minute mark. So Kelly tells us this is the longest match in the history of the title. Just on the last New Beginning show, we had the longest match in the history of the Openweight title, and now we've got the longest match in the history of the Junior Heavyweight title. Um, and I don't really like this trend, by the way. This is, you know, it's a little bit masturbatory, to be honest, uh, this, the way New Japan's doing this kind of stuff. But um, although I certainly wouldn't complain about the Tanahashi and Shingo match, I love that match. This one I didn't love as much. Um, I didn't. I didn't think it had quite the same magic to it, but still a very good match. Uh, Hiromu beats Show with the time bomb two, and they stay down a long time. But then El Fantasmo jumps off of commentary and enters the ring to try and attack Hiromu, but he gets taken down by Bushi, and then Ishimori comes out and he takes out Bushi, and ELP goes for Hiromu, but the kick is ducked. And Hiromu fights off both tag champs, or the junior tag champs. Removing them from the ring and collapsing again. ELP takes the mic and says he's sick of Hiromu, or seeing Hiromu with that title. He never earned it, he was just given it by this bullshit company. And then they give Hiromu the the mic and he says... um, Well, actually, I missed the part where ELP says he wants to fight for the title. And Hiromu says, look, you'll happily accept uh, Phantasmo's shot at the title on the condition that he puts up the tag titles first. 
Um, and of course, with Bushi there by his side, that's the that's the team. Backstage, Romu says, um, "Oh no, sorry, this wasn't backstage in the ring." He, uh, Hiromu says they clashed like absolute morons and the whole world is losing energy so Hiromu attempts to make up for it by yelling nonsense and he tells the fans to applaud until their hands fall off and they'll have more and more and more fun yeah, how he usually signs off backstage show had fun but he will need to get stronger ELP doesn't know what Hiromu said but he isn't leaving Japan until he gets that title he notices some cold Zemas and believes they must be for Hiromu because he's the chosen one. He only ever got warm ones. And uh, the table is set up for Hiromu and it does indeed have Zemas, temperature unknown, however. And Hiromu asks for help opening one because he's just so beat. He takes a big swig when someone helps him and he can't think straight so he just asks for some questions. Not a lot of interesting questions come his way. He just says that Sho was a perfect challenger and opponent and he wants to main event the Tokyo Dome. And that was the first night of Hiroshima, uh, the Hiroshima edition of New Beginning. In between that event and the second night of New Beginning in Hiroshima was the match that I mentioned before. I'm not going to go over it again, that Moxley and Archer versus Kenta and Omega. They did that on the following week of uh, Dynamite. So that went down. Um, Omega beat Archer with an assisted one-wing angel because a bunch of people ran in. That's cool. Uh, and then... Let's get to it. New Japan, new beginning in Hiroshima. The first match was Gabriel Kidd, Yu Yu Uemura, Yodosuji versus Doki, Sack Sabre Jr. and Taichi. And uh, this one goes... The, there was a bit of a rivalry between the Brits, Zack and Kidd. Zack makes Kidd tap out. Takes out some of his uh, frustration from yesterday on him as well, but um, the other young lines try to defend kid. Taichi squares up to Suji and gets smacked, though Suji ends up getting kicked in the gut. Um, after the match, Yuya says he will continue chasing Suzuki, uh, and this will only end when he's finally able to pin him. Uh, Gabe is hurting. He's happy to fight Zack again, though. Yoda is sick of Taichi already because he fights dirty, but he, um, he's still focused on Naito. He remembers seeing Naito throwing the title in the air after defeating Okada for the championship. And um, he wants to face Tanahashi as well one day. But first, Naito. Zack is... He said he, he said he should be insulted by being in the opener against the Young Lions. But he didn't sit, see it that way. He had fun. Uh, he asks if Yoda's so mad because he's the ugliest one of the group. And... Then he reassures him that he thinks Gabe's actually the ugliest one. And then he calls out Shibata, who he thinks is lazy. And then he teases a cameraman for being fat like a hibernating bear. So he's having a bit of fun. Taichi's a bit more solemn. Um, he's reflecting on his reminder of the Iron Finger curse. He agrees that uh, he agrees with Zack that they're not going to rush into another tag challenge. The you know the New Japan Cup's coming up. They'll 
they'll take a break from the tag division, they'll make their mark as singles wrestlers, and they'll still be a team down the line, but in the meantime, the tag division's boring without them anyway, is what Taichi says, and I, 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 I would struggle to disagree with him on that, actually. Um, the next match was Yoshinobu Karamaru, El Desperado and Minoru Suzuki versus Wato, Sho, and Honma. So, Homa gets his, he's no longer being set up with Naito, which apparently was a surprise to him. Um, and Wato wins this one. They're already trying to re-energize him. He beats uh, Kanemaru. But the finish was a botch. It was like a, oh, would you get out of here? Boo. takes so long. You know, I never notice the planes. I never notice the planes until I'm doing this. And it actually matters. Maybe they just wait. Maybe they wait until I feel comfortable and ready to start recording and then they start sending planes overhead. Um, sorry about that. And I was up to... Um, yeah, bocce finish. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, Desby doesn't care. He's like, eh, these things happen. No big deal. He says he was impressed with show last night, but looked like he ran out of steam at the end, and now it's his turn. Um, show still wants the title. That's pretty much what he says. And Wato says he's not giving up. And Tenzan says if he, like, he doesn't say this while he was there. But after Wato leaves, Tenzan says if he loses the big one again, he's not going to be so easy on him. So, yeah, he was clearly disappointed. That's pretty harsh, but still. Honma's... Yeah, he says he was ready to face Naito, and then he has to face Suzuki out of the blue. He was unhappy about that. El Phantasmo, Taiji Ishimori, and Yujiro Takahashi took on Naito, Hiromu, and Bushi. Uh, Kelly says that El Phantasmo is no longer welcome at the commentary table. Uh, Bushi has a new mask. It glows bright green. Um, Naito is covered in his merch, as is as are most of the people in Hiroshima, to be fair, inside the building. A lot of LOJ merch. The Bullet Club guys attack early. Uh, Kelly makes a funny comment about how Yujiro learned English by watching the sitcom... Friends, uh, but that doesn't help him against a Destino, which is how the match ends. The junior tag title challenge is reiterated between Hiromu Bushi and the champions, of course, Fantasmo and Ishimori. Um, ELP backstage is complaining that his LED jacket was broken. He says this wouldn't have happened to Hiromu because it was in storage or whatever with. Um, the New Japan crew. Uh, Ishimori doesn't like the conditions set out by Hiromu, but he's willing to put the titles up for grabs to allow his partner a chance at the title. And um, ELP then comes back, he realizes, oh yeah, I didn't talk about the titles. Um, and then, then Hiromu uh, addresses the favoritism he keeps being accused of. He says, I get chances over ELP because I'm stronger than ELP. And he says, if you need to go kiss ass, 
to get your way, then that's what you should go do. And then he makes a snide comment saying he barely even saw Ishimori in ELP's shadow the last few weeks. We had uh, Evil and Togo versus Yano and Okada. And it's kind of similar to their matches in the lead up to this. That Okada's chasing down Evil at the beginning. Um, and then Evil sends Okada. Oh no, Okada sends evil outside they brawl out there they get dangerously close to the 20 count but they get back um no wait sorry ha they don't get back evil reverses okada on the outside and instead of breaking the 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 ring out count and getting back in the ring he just grabs a chair puts it around okada's neck uh auto stabs it into okada's neck and just lets the match, lets it run out, lets the time run out really quickly, like the match only lasted a few minutes, if that. So the match is called a draw via double count out, but the fight's not over. Okada runs after Evil, hits him in the back with the same chair, he gets back into the ring and he says, you know, he takes the mic, he says, come on Evil, one-on-one, let's go. Evil moves toward the ring slowly, he shoes Togo to the back, and a singles match is actually announced. The bell rings. And they get started at a rapid pace. Evil tries some dirty techniques to take back control of the match, but the money clip's locked in, forcing Evil to the ropes. There's a heavy lariat that lands on Okada, followed by Darkness Falls, and then he has Okada in the Scorpion Deathlock when Togo comes out for no reason and starts stomping on Okada, so the match gets thrown out. And uh, Yano tries to make the save, but he gets low blow by Evil. Okada attacks Evil, but Togo's Gadot. Is that what it's, how you say it? The the string, the wire, the choky chain that um, puts evil that puts Okada down rather. Oh, I didn't make a note of uh, the promo after that match. Maybe there was none. Probably not. Evil and Togo don't usually say much anyway, and um, Okada just got choked out, so no promo. Then we had a tag. A six-man tag team championship match. The never open weight titles. Tangaloa, Tamatonga, Jay White, Challenge, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroki Goto. Chaos isolate White early. Bullet Club take back over by via their nefarious means. Um, and, well, on they go. Again, I don't want to go blow for blow here. It's a 25-minute odd match, funnily enough. Um, the Ishii and White sequences were pretty good. Otherwise, I don't know. It just didn't seem to be a particular sequence uh, consequence. I suppose it wasn't a standout match or anything. Um, Jado gets involved. He hits Yoshi with his kendo stick to break up the butterfly submission. Uh, Lower tries to take advantage, but then loses the match by <laughs> cooperating with Yoshi, leading to the pinfall. He like ducked down. He was like, Yoshi had him in a hold, and then he's like, oh, are you trying to do this? And Loba ducked down so that Yoshi could kind of tumble over and roll him up, and it was terrible. But that's it. Yoshi makes a case on the mic for a shot at the tag titles next, because not only have they successfully defended the six-man titles just now, but of course, Yoshihashi just pinned one of the tag champions. So um, they make that case. Uh, backstage, though, the... 
the champions refuse the challenge and make remarks about the size of Yoshihashi's genitalia. Uh, and, and then the champs come in. The uh, Chaos, six-man champs, get the table and Zima treatment. But the moment's ruined by Bullet Club, who come back, attack them all. Jay has a swig of Zima while sitting on Ishii's head, and then he pours it out on top of it, on top of him, and he pours it out on Goto, pours it out on Yoshi. Says, asks if they feel like champions as they're laid out. Uh, and um, Tamatonga and Tangaloa say they accept the challenge, but um, or, or that they will fight them for the titles, but they're the ones that make challenges. You know, other people don't challenge them. They're the ones that make the championship challenge. Whatever. So they're going to have a match. And that brings us to our main event, the double championship IWGP heavyweight and IWGP intercontinental double championship. Sonata challenging the champion, Kota Ibushi. And Zack Sabre Jr. joins Kevin Kelly for commentary. Uh, apparently to provide some technical insight. And Zack does admit that he admires Sonata's technique. Uh, and the match, you know, it doesn't uh, have the too much of the obligatory holds at the beginning as you would expect a, a Sonata match to have. Um, they head outside pretty early and there's some brawling on the outside, but, you know, pretty quickly they're back to their usual style of match. It, it, I mean, it was a good match, but... It was really paint by numbers, unfortunately. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood. At least it was less than 30 minutes. I think it was just around about 30 minutes, but it, um, at least they didn't drag it out even longer. Uh, I feel like this would have been a cool one for Ibushi to really get like a 20-minute win, like really show some dominance. Be God. Are you serious? Get out of here. I should just ignore it, right? I'm making it worse by reacting. Um... Do I have to yell over the top of it? No, should be fine. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like something like that would be more interesting than the paint by the numbers. Kota Ibushi is just like everyone else. He defends the title against a guy you were pretty sure was never going to win anyway. Um, I just think that would have been more interesting. Um... But yeah, it's fine. I mean, Sonata kicks out of two consecutive Kamigoyes. There's the one to the back of the head and then one to the front, but then Ibushi pulls down the knee pad to go that extra little bit. Um, and then Sonata counters that Kamigoye with as much energy as he had in the opening stages. He's not really selling a whole lot. He just kind of springs up and they he does a few moves. I think there's a Japanese leg roll clutch to go really close to a finish for Sonata, but soon thereafter... The uh, padless Kamigoye connects and Ibushi retains in the handsome battle. And then before Ibushi has a chance to speak, Naito walks out and he wants to challenge Ibushi, but he recognizes that he just lost to Ibushi for the, the title, so he's not really earned a heavyweight title shot. So his idea is to just challenge for the intercontinental title. And he explains that he's doing this because he's against the titles becoming one. So he doesn't feel he's earned a heavyweight title shot, so he feels like he can't really challenge for that. And his idea for only challenging 
No, well, that's the reason he can only challenge for the IC title. The reason he's even interested in the IC title is because he doesn't want the championships to be combined. Because he does have a, a history with the Intercontinental title, of course. Um, a very love-hate relationship. But, um, I mean, in Naito, in his, you know, don't don't care about stuff kind of attitude... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I love this idea, but if anyone can make sense of it, it's Naito. Um, the only other one that might have made sense of it was Nakamura, and that's not going to work. If Nakamura came back and is like, "Look, I've been there, done that with the heavyweight title, but I don't want to see the IC title go away," um, and uh, you know, Naito's the be- next best person to do that. I just don't know if. I mean, you know, we just have to see how it plays out, I suppose, because um, it might just be that Ibushi defends and it's just, you know, the first hurdle toward his plan coming true and they do unify the titles. But I could see them splitting them because... They are, I imagine, going to move the US title to what is, at the moment, the strong shows. So I imagine, you know, they've, they've had that title, they've established it in Japan. Um, now that they've actually got something up and running in the United States, I imagine that title's going to go over there and only come back now and then for big shows. So... Um, and I mean, they've still got the open weight title, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if now without the US title, they bring back the intercontinental title. Um, I just don't like that Ibushi's losing so early on in his reign. It doesn't matter that he keeps the heavyweight title. It's just, I don't think he's strong enough as a champion that he can... I, I really think they need to put everything behind him to be a strong champion. He doesn't get away with stuff like that the same. Um, that's my concern. But, and and on top of it, just, uh, yeah. Not that I'm, I mean, I don't know how important the IC title is. Like, I can live without it. I don't think I need it. Um it just it doesn't really make sense as a prize it's not the top of a division it's a second place belt it restricts you from going for the top belt it kind of I don't know it it seems like a hindrance like if you're a top guy and you want to be heavyweight champion why would you go for the IC title it just means that you are stuck in that. If you win the title, it means now you're IC title. You're IC title guy. You can't go for the heavyweight title, um, generally speaking. So, I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense. But, um, yeah. And especially when they've already got the openweight title, it just, that's that's a fine mid-card title. And it's operating well in that space. Anyway, um, 
after the match, Sonata accepts that Ibushi is God and he doesn't know what's next. Uh, and Naito kind of reiterates his um, decisions, the reasons behind his decisions. He wonders what Tanahashi no Kata think about the title getting combined. And he's got his own plans for the Intercontinental title, but he won't reveal them yet. Um, Ibushi's not really sure what to make of Naito's request, but he's happy to take it. He's happy to fight Sonata again. He's interested in fighting Zack as well. Uh, and then he just he does hope to unify the titles. He understands why Naito is against it, but he believes unifying them would be better. And then he skulls Azima in like two seconds, stands up, picks up the belts, poses for photos, then mutters on his way out that he wants to fight, fight Tanahashi as well. Um, yeah, so that's new beginning in Hiroshima from beginning to end. The next tour is Castle Attack, ending in Osaka. That begins pretty soon, I think next week, so straight back into it. Um, it was fine as a whole, like new beginning, all of it together. I think the first half was better than the second half. I think the Nagoya stuff was better than the the um, Hiroshima stuff. But it's still interesting enough to keep me going. Um, I, again, I didn't love the title fight. Uh, certainly nothing on the Tanahashi and Shingo match that capped off the Nagoya tour. But, and even the... Show and Tana, um, sorry, Show and Hiromu match. It just kind of seemed like it was that length for the sake of it. Um, I don't know. I would have. Can I can I give you a crazy idea? I think most people would hate this, but I'm almost hoping um, that we get someone like a Goldberg, not Goldberg, not fifty year old Goldberg, like the 30 year old Goldberg that WCW had that comes in and is just a powerhouse and no one knows how to deal with him for a while and he just goes straight to the title and he has short straight to the point matches and by short you know, they can be 10 minutes 15 minutes and that's a big difference, that's a big change I just like the idea that someone could come in and shake things up and you can you not just watching these matches knowing that the first 20 minutes is either really good storytelling or it just probably doesn't matter because they're just going through the motions because they've got 25 minutes left of the match um yeah well in any case it was still good it was still enjoyable all of it was fun to watch um a lot of funny promos that uh, stuff between Hiromu and Sho and Ibushi being weird and, and them all wanting to do a podcast together. Um, this funny little uh, fight for a one-on-one match with Naito between, basically between Suji and Honma, which I, I expect to be a match probably on the castle attack. I mean, I, I, I feel like that's probably, that's a good way to go. Hopefully Suji can get a win over Honma. Um, and then... All of that, of course, will lead to the New Japan Cup, I guess. So that'll that'll finish off Castle Attacks at the end of February, and then it'll be New Japan Cup at the start of March. So that's 
fun stuff to look forward to. There's also, um, on a more personal front, the historical stuff. I'm going to finish off the Wrestle Kingdom show, the first Wrestle Kingdom. I'll, I'll have that up soon. I might do that tomorrow, uh, but I don't want to burn myself out. I've got to take it slow. This is just a new channel, you know, so I don't want to be trying to do too much too soon. It might have to wait till next week. I have been putting articles up, though, on cagematch.net. I always say cagematch.net. That's not where I put articles up. I put them up on cagesideseats.com. So, if you're interested in that, check it out. Jim Rowan on cagesideseats.com. I just put up one match at a time. And then I took a pause the last couple of days because I realized I should probably... um, build it toward when I'm actually going to do the podcast so I can include that in there and you can hear me and read me my words that's fun okay well that's it um if you listen to this please leave a comment what did you think about the road two shows what did you think about the new beginning uh main shows about the events what did I miss what do you disagree about what do you agree about Maybe you just, you know, want to insult me for no reason. I'll accept that. That's fine. Do it. Maybe you're a robot. That's where most of my comments come from. Robots that just say something vague in in weird broken English and plug a website. If that's what you want to say. Who's this? Speaking of weirdos, someone's calling me now. Who's this? Oh, they've called me again. Oh, this is him. Oh, I've got to take this call. Sorry. All right, let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Until next time, have a good one.